you've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr., and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining us uh, for this episode because it is a special episode as we're getting ready to wind down season one. And I am so thankful for all of the listeners uh, in the next two episodes, uh, which will be our final two episodes for season one. We're going to give you some facts of how many people are listening, how many total downloads we've had and how many different cities and countries that we have had listeners listen to this podcast. I'm just so thankful for everybody, and that's family, friends, and even people I have yet met who are very uh, committed to listening to these episodes every week. So thank you for that. But let's get on with what today's information is, and it's entitled, What is Love? I often ask that question to couples at the very beginning of premarital counseling. And I sit and watch them squirm to really try to find an answer to that question, what is love? They'll say things like uh, something in your heart or uh, fluttering in your stomach or just a special feeling. And all of that is true, but it is deeper than that. And what we're going to do today, we're going to look at some of the uh, describing factors of what love is and so that we can determine what love is not. So let's go. So what is love? The first thing is what love is. Love is an action word. Let me repeat that. Love is an action word. If there is no action, I'm pretty confident that there is no love. So love is an action word. This is how I like to break it down. First, when we say love is an action word, love should always be displayed. In some form or fashion, love should be displayed. You should display love to your significant other in all kinds of ways. In season two, we're going to talk about the five love languages, and we're going to go even deeper into those love languages and understand how to love our mate better based on how they want to be loved. But love is an action word, and love should always be displayed. How do you display love? You display love by being honest with your mate. Instead of going around lying, you're being honest with your significant other. But also, not only are you honest, you're faithful. You're walking in faithfulness with your mate. You're, that your mate can trust you. Your mate know that when they're not a, around you, that they can trust you. That is displaying love. Anything that you had in your past, you are loosing and releasing because you want this relationship to work. And then you even have to verbalize it sometime. 
that's an action. When you verbalize to your mate how deeply you love them, it really lets them know that your love is in action. But then love is an action word. Yes, love should always be displayed, but love is also doing for each other. When you're doing for each other, it is also showing them love. It, it is an action part of the love. When you make quality time for your significant other, you drop things off of your busy schedule or off of your calendar and just spend that quality time with your significant other, where it's going away for a weekend or just that one day where it's just you and them together. That is uh, displaying, but it's also doing. And then you're also doing when you're supporting their endeavors. Let me say this, it is important for you as a mate to show your significant other that you are supporting their endeavors. There is nothing like having a cheer section when you're trying to accomplish something and make something of yourself. It is good to have support. So always remember that, support your mate in their endeavors and also, Pay attention to your significant other. In other words, when they are doing something new, I said this in a previous episode, when they've changed their hairstyle, when they've changed the way uh, their clothes are, pay attention to that. They love it. That's man or woman. They love it when attention is paid to them. It builds them and it shows love because it's doing something. And then also love can be an action word by you dedicating yourself to your significant other. How do I dedicate myself to my significant other? That means that you've taken time to share your dreams and your passions with them. That is when it's intimate. You're sharing what's on your mind or you're both getting together and sharing where you want to be in three years, five years, or even 25 years. It is when you're sharing and that is showing that you are dedicated to this relationship. You're making plans for the future. But then also you're learning to compromise. You know, some people may say learning to agree to disagree, but you're learning to compromise. You can't have your way all the time. Compromise is a strong, significant key in a relationship. And then be committed to doing the small things in the relationship. When small things are done, it also is action for that relationship. I can't stress that enough. So many people disregard the small things in relationships in lieu of the big things, but the small things actually covers the relationship for a long time because the big things don't happen every day. So the first thing about love, what is love is love is an action word. Here's the second thing. Love is a whole lot of understanding. <clears throat> You need to get to the point to where you're understanding your significant other. If you don't understand your significant other, you're automatically blocking some experiences that you'd be able to share. 
we must understand our mate's way of doing things. Oh, this is difficult for some, but you really have to do this because when you say you love someone, you really must have a whole lot of understanding. When you understand the way your mate does things, doors will open in the relationship. And then it lets you know how they think, how they operate, how they see things. So you have to have a deeper understanding and you must spend time uh, seeking that understanding. But then you also got to understand the way that that requires you studying them. When you're studying their ways, You've got to study what they do, how they do, when they do, how do they react to this? That is when you're studying your mate and studying their habits. But then understanding your mate's ways also helps eliminate conflict or at least minor conflict in relationships. And we just got off of the what's the deal with conflict series. So when you are understanding the ways of your mate, it helps carry the relationship further. But then also you have to understand your mate's worries. What are the things that they're concerned about? What are the things that blocks them from being who they are? What are the things that they're really worried about? What bothers them? And once you understand those things, If you're the type of mate who wants this relationship to last, you will do the things that if you're doing them, you will erase those things from the relationship. If your mate is worried or concerned about something that you're doing, it is best for you to show that you understand and totally eliminate that from your relationship. Now, see, all of this really comes from studying your mate, or as I like to call it, asking those interviewing questions while dating. Unbeknownst to me, I did this with my wife when we were first dating. I would ask all types of qualifying questions just to see where her head was, what she was desiring for the future. I asked questions like, do you see yourself married? Do you see yourself having kids and how many kids? I asked those questions, did not deliberately do that. But I tell couples now, go ahead and interview your mate. Now don't sit down with a piece of paper and and write down questions, but have deep conversations, thorough conversations about some dislikes and likes of your mate. And I guarantee you, it will help you understand them and it will help your relationship grow stronger. After we talked about love is an action word and love is a whole lot of understanding, the third thing that we use to help describe love is love is deeper than your lust. And what I mean by that, so often couples get together because of lust. They just can't wait to love on each other. But let me say this, lust can only sustain the relationship for a season. And what I mean by that, what happens if you're just in lust? What happens when the beauty of your significant other wears off? 
What if they no longer look like they used to look? Their face has been mutilated or even their body has been mutilated. Are you in love with that person or are you in lust with that person? Because love goes further than the outward part. I can recall in the Bible that um, God was telling uh, one of the prophets, Samuel, that too often we look at the outside of people, but God looks at the heart. When you're really in love with your significant other, you really forget about how they look and you're in love with what's in their heart. But not only can lust only sustain you in the relationship for a season, love pushes you past previous pain. Now, let me explain what I'm saying. People often are caught up or trapped in previous relationships pain. And when you understand that your love is deeper than lust, you can help your mate get untrapped. You can help your mate uh, feel better about what's happening now and not worried about what has happened in the past. The pain is deep. And I often hear people say that love is painful. And sometimes that may be true. But the question you need to ask yourself, is the pain worth it? If you don't feel like it's worth it, then you don't really need to be in that relationship. So you have to measure, is this pain worth it? Am I uh, getting progress with healing the pain of their past? And then also, as we talk about love is deeper than your lust, love covers our mistakes. And that's true. The deeper you love someone, the more forgiving you are of their mistakes. Nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. How can you expect your significant other to be perfect? I read in the Bible that in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, this is the scripture it states, said, most importantly of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins your significant other is going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. But if the love is there and that love is unconditional, it's that God kind of love because I'm going to love you through your mistakes. This is not lust because this relationship is lasting and it is built on love and not lust. When there is deep love, it helps the couple chase away problems together. So we talked about the first three. We said that love is an action word. We say love is, number two, love is a whole lot of understanding. And number three, love is deeper than your lust. Let's talk about the last one. And that is love means being there in the ups and the downs. I like to sit down with couples and really uh, initiate some conversation about the depth of their love. 
because it is more than just the bedroom. It is more than just that funny feeling. Love conquers all. And I really get deep with them because I ask them this question. Love is when something positive happens to you, whether you get a raise on your job or you just get a promotion where you're in charge of everything. Who is the very first person that you want to tell? And if your answer is not your significant other, your relationship's already in a bad place. Anytime something good happens to me, my wife is the very first person that I want to share that information with. I can't help but want to share those things with her. And she wants to share those things with me because we love each other and we love for each other to be successful. That's why it's important to support each other. But then I also ask them this question as we talk about love is being there in the ups and downs. What happens if you're at the hospital and your parents, one of your parents is taking their last breath? Who, whose hand is it that you want to hold? That's when love is more valuable because you're maybe at your weakest and your significant is there to be strong for you. See, that is what love is all about. It is being there in the ups, but it's also being there during the downs. And when you're there doing the downs, all it does is strengthen what you already have. And then finally, this is what I tell them. I tell every couple this. Whose lips, once you're getting ready to take your last breath, whose lips are the final lips you want to kiss? See, that's the, that's that God kind of love. When you watch your significant other die, those lips are the last time that you will kiss those lips. Love is greater than a movie. Love is deeper than your lust. Love is being there in the up and downs. Love is a whole lot of understanding. Love is an action word. Now, let me ask you, do you have that type of love with your significant other? If your answer is no, then you've got some work to do. But if your answer is yes, you must keep building upon it because love is so important for your relationship. It is the bond that keeps you together. Listen, I thank you for your time. I thank you for listening to this episode. And I pray that it has been helpful for you because love is important in relationships. Next week, we're going to talk about love. And I'm going to get real transparent next week because I want to know the answer to what is love. Thank you again for listening. And as always, it takes two 
to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.